Lift up your right hand. Say, I believe in God the Father. Oh, say, I believe in God the Father. Say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Say, I believe he died on the cross for me. Say, I believe he rose up on the third day. Say, I believe he ascended to heaven. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe that he is here with us now. Oh, say it like you mean it. Say this is Mount Zion. Say this is Mount Zion. This is the city of the living God. This is the heavenly Jerusalem. This is the church of Jesus Christ. The angels of God are here. This is the general assembly of God said this afternoon in the name of Jesus Christ my name or say my name is written in the book of life say my name is written in the book of life in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ put your hands together clap your hands everybody clap your hands everybody clap your hands clap your hands in heavenly places. Be seated. Be seated in heavenly places. Glory to Jesus Christ. Today is, is a wonderful day. Today is a wonderful day. Today is a wonderful day. Oh, we give you glory, God. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. For what, for what you are about to do today. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty God. Daniel, Daniel, come and take this chair here and put it here. And Simone, come and sit here. We need, we need, so we need more chairs, Daniel. This coming week, we have to, we have to get more chairs. Yes, sir. Yeah, so take the chairs. Yeah. But so still take this one and put it at the back because there are, there are people coming who message me. They are coming. So in case they come also, they have a place to sit. But the chairs are finished. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is up to something in this place. I want to continue. I want to continue today. From where we left up off on the seven churches of God. The seven churches. The seven churches. Before I before I start, the Holy Ghost gave me a scripture that says that read this scripture and explain it to the people for them to understand where they are in me. Uh, avant que je commence, Dieu m'a donné une écriture que uh, on puisse comprendre où nous sommes en lui. So today, so today, you need to understand where you are in Christ. There is a position for us in Christ. When we find ourselves in that position, no matter what happens in our life, we are not moved. Open your Bible. 
Bibles to the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter number 4. Galatians. Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Yeah. Watch something right now before we, we go deeper into the word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Marahikos, Pralia, Tankla, Ibrahu, Hatia, like. Now, and so that we would know for sure. So God wants us to know something. And so that we will know for sure. And so that we will know for sure that we are his true children. We are the true children of God. God released the spirit of sonship into our hearts. The spirit of sonship. It means that God has given us a spirit that we can experience in our life in order to call him our father. For you to be able to say God is my father. There has to be a spirit on the inside of you. That bears witness with the spirit of God. That we are children of God. Oh, are you listening to what I'm saying? So the Bible says that there is a spirit that is on our inside that will make us say that God is our Father. Verse number seven. Verse number seven says, "We are no longer living like slaves under the law." Listen, when we talk about slaves, we are not talking about the white man going to Africa to take black people for slaves. No. No. We are talking about you being in bondage to sin. So there is an attitude that you have, you cannot break off it. You, so, so you become a slave to the devil when you can't stop lying. Because he is the father of all lies. Are you following me? So you become a slave to the enemy when you cannot be consistent in prayer, in service in the house of God. I pray that somebody will understand their position in Christ this afternoon. Holy Ghost says for me to tell you that you are no longer under the bondage of sin. You are no longer under the bondage of sin. But you have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. Therefore, we can join Jesus and call God our 
Deshalb können wir mit Jesus zusammengehen und sagen, dass er unser Vater ist. We have become joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We have become family, family. Oh, can, can I, can I, can I explain? You might be here. Maybe your family doesn't like you. Maybe you have issues with your family. But I want to tell you that you have another family. And your elder brother, his name is Jesus Christ. He is your elder brother. You are connected to him. So, 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 when you are connected to Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost said to me, whatever the Father has belongs to the Son. Is that not it? If I have a child right now, whatever I have, he's the head apparent. He's, he's the next in line. So, therefore, if we are sons of God, that means that we have the right to partake in what God has for us. Oh, if I were you, I put my hands together right now. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? We have the right. We have the right because we are sons. The devil spread lies to you. The devil is always lying to you. That you are not worth it. That you don't deserve it. But today I came to speak to somebody. That you have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now you are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Jesus is your family member. Oh, are you here, somebody? Jesus is your family member. So you have every right to experience the goodness of the Lord. Oh, lift up your hand and say, I believe in God. Say, I believe in God. Say, I believe in God. Let me finish. Let me finish. It says, it says, it says, it says that now we are no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. Are you seeing that? We are, we are God's very own sons and daughters. Oh my God. Oh my God. It says, and because we are His, because we are His, we have, we can have access to everything that our Father has. Is it in your Bible? Is it in your Bible? Is that? Because we belong to God. Because we are his sons and we are his daughters. We have right to everything that he has. On this note, I can prophesy. Oh, I say on this note, I can prophesy that no more pain in your life because your position has changed. No more disgrace in your life because your position has changed. No more poverty in your life because you have come into the kingdom of God which is full of wealth. You, you need to understand it. You need to understand it. So on this note, I will fly into the church of Pergamon. The church of Pergamon was one of the churches in the Asia Minor. So in Revelation chapter 2 verse 12 to 17. Revelation chapter 2. 
Verse 12 to 17. The Bible said this. Watch something. I want to, I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Write this to Pergamon. To the angel of the church. The one with the sharp biting sword draws from the seed of his mouth. Out come the sword words. Now watch something. You realize that. You realize that in the church of Ephesus. Jesus Christ was described differently. Vous voyez que dans l'église d'Éphèse, Jésus-Christ a été décrit autrement. Ihr seht, dass in der Gemeinde Ephesus Jesus Christus anders beschrieben wurde als jetzt hier. In the church of Smyrna, Jesus Christ was described differently. Et même dans l'église de Smyrna, Jésus-Christ a été décrit autrement. Genauso auch in der Gemeinde Smyrna wurde Jesus Christus anders beschrieben. So last night the Holy Ghost said to me. Donc hier soir le Saint-Esprit m'a dit. Gestern Abend sprach der Heilige Geist. Every church and the revelation of Jesus Christ the pastor has. Toute ah. Every church. So that is why you have this church. Every Sunday we are confessing that we believe in God the Father. There will be another church. They also believe in God the Father, but they will not confess it every Sunday. Do you know what I'm saying? So Jesus Christ was revealed differently to all the seven churches. Differently. Now, watch it. He says that. Out of his mouth, the words he was speaking, there were swords. That means that what you say is very critical. Are you hearing me? Oh, are you here? Let me hear. Are you here? Because you you cannot you cannot expect to experience good things and say bad things. You want to be a millionaire. And every day, what comes of your mouth is that I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> it will contradict. So the Bible is saying that there is a sword coming out from your mouth when you speak God's word. So if there is any enemy even fighting your next level, when you speak the word, that because of Jesus Christ, I am rich. I can never be poor in my life. That word goes out like a sword. And now that word is fighting. Every bloodline poverty in your family is fighting. Every bloodline poverty is fighting. Anything that is restricting your access is fighting. The word of God is a two-edged sword. It cuts left and right. Oh, after today, may someone speak the word, not their feelings. I said, after today, may somebody speak the word of God and not their feelings. 
When you speak your feelings, you will fail. When you speak the word of God, you will succeed. Because the word of God is spirit and it goes to accomplish that which God has sent it to do. Verse 13 of Revelation chapter number 2. The Bible says that I see where you live. Right under the shadow of Satan's throne. This is a church. That's why it's, it's not every church that you connect to. This is a church. This is a church. And Jesus is saying that they are living right under the shadow of Satan's throne. But you continue boldly in my name. So there are many men of God. Many men of God. Who go somewhere to do certain things. In order to prophesy and to do miracles. But it's not coming from God. Yet Jesus is saying to the church of Pergamum that you people have done this satanic thing, but you come and stand in the pulpit and be saying, I am God. Now Jesus said that this church of Pergamon was a church that were witnesses to Satan's activities. In other words, they were condoning certain things in the church. When I say condone, it means that they were agreeing to do things that God doesn't want them to do. Because you cannot be in church. One of your legs is in church. Another leg is in the club. It cannot happen. You, listen, that's why Jesus Christ said you can either be hot or you can be cold. Don't be a hypocrite. So me, I like people who come to me and say that prophet, you know what? I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. I, I love those people rather than people who go and do it in the dark and they come and say, Prophet, Meanwhile, you are doing bad things in the secret. That was the church of Pergamon. That, that was their lifestyle. And, and it's happening in our days. Nobody amongst your friends even know you go to church. Your lifestyle cannot draw people to Jesus Christ. There's a problem. There was a millionaire in America by name of Penny. Penny, J.C. Penny, J.C. Penny. How many of you have heard J.C. Penny? He's dead and gone. J.C. Penny. He was 
one of the first millionaires in America who grew into a millionaire by paying his tithe. But in Jesse Penny autobiography, his autobiography, I mean the things they wrote about him. They said that any meeting Jesse Penny went to. When he finished the meeting, he will ask the people. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? This, this was a millionaire. You can Google it after JC Penny. You can Google. It. There, there, there are shops in America called Penny something something Penny in America. Every meeting, he will ask, "Do you know Jesus Christ?" You, when you are somewhere, they even mention Jesus, and it's not the church. You, you don't want people to know. But may somebody's life change after today. Watch this, watch this. The Bible says that in the verse 14 to 15 that, but why do you indulge that Balaam crowd? Don't you remember that Balaam was the enemy's agent, seducing Balak and sabotaging Israel's holy pilgrimage by throwing unholy parties? And why do you put up with the Nicolaitans? Why do you do the same thing? Why? What is he talking about? Now, number one. Number one. He said Balaam. Balaam. In Numbers 22, there was a king by name Balaam. This king, this king wanted to destroy the people of Israel. Numbers 22. And because of that, and because of that, because of that, he called a prophet. His name was Balak. That is what happened these days. There are certain prophets who are bought by money. Oh yes. In this in this modern days, if you don't have enough money, you cannot go to the house of the prophet. I'm telling you. One one church member came to my, I think Papa Zola or somebody came to the house, and I was telling the person that look, if I should say that here in Aachen, if you want to come and see Prophet Nana, you need to come with two candles, red candles, and then uh, 150 euros, two red candles. 150 euros, two eggs, 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 and one poulet. <laughs> when you are coming, come with these things. You will see the number of people who come. And the moment you get to, in the moment you get to my house, I will wash your leg with some holy water, holy water. <laughs> you will see the number of people. Because the church of today, they are after demonic signs. They are after demonic signs. People, people want to see things before they believe. They don't want to put their trust in God. That's what is happening. So Balaam was trying to convince Balak to destroy a people. And in order for God to leave the Israelites in Numbers 22, Balaam started having parties so that the men of Israel would sleep with the women in his country. And that is an abomination to God, for God to turn his back. 
on Israel. And this is saying that in New Testament, this thing happened in Old Testament. Jesus is saying in New Testament, why are you in the company of Balaam? Why? Why are you in the company? God is talking to this church. May we be straight for God. May we never deviate or may we never miss the line, the road which God wants to give us. God wants to take us. The Bible mentions about the Nicolaitans. These things are in this world today. That is what I'm teaching. It is not past. They are here today. The Nicolaitans are pastors. Some of them are even bishops. Who are the Nicolaitans? Let me explain for you. Now, the word Nicolaitans came about from people who were following a guy named Nicholas. This guy named Nicholas in the beginning was anointed by the apostles. Listen carefully. But now he got to a point he says that if you sleep with your father's wife, it's not a sin. If, you, if your father had a wife and your father is dead and you the son you marry the wife and sleep is not a sin Nicholas said to his followers in the church here even if I am married to my wife I can sleep with another church member it's not a problem yes. and it is happening in churches today it is, that, that was what he said he, he, he had his own ideas and philosophies he had his own ideas and philosophies do you understand so that is why Paul will say that will we continue to sin because grace abounds but Nicholas was telling his people that oh the grace of God the grace of God the grace of God therefore you can sin so the church of Pergamon became a church full of sinners. They sin at home and when they come they make their face like they just came from heaven. May that not be our story of this church. May this be a church full of people who are committed to following God. Oh, it's a good place to say amen. That you'll be committed to follow God. That you'll be committed to follow God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So if you, if you want to study more about the, the activities of the Nicolaitans, you, you, you can study from Acts 15 verse 20 
Vous pouvez apprendre de Acte 15 jusqu'à 20. Apprendre de Jude 15, verset 20. You can study Jude 1, verset 11. Judas 1, 11. You can study 2 Peter 2, verset 15. Dans 2 Pierre 2. 15. And you have a lot of information about the Nicolaitans, their activities, which is happening, which is happening now, still. Second Peter 2 verse 1, Second Peter 2 verse 15, Jude 1 11, Act 15 verse 20 to about 29, you can see it all there, hallelujah. In conclusion, of the church of the Nicolaitans. Jesus said something to John on the island. He said, tell the church of Pergamon that it is enough. Jesus said to John that go and tell the church of Pergamon that it is enough. It is enough. It is enough. It is enough. Enough of the fightings in the church. Enough of the fornication in the church. Enough of the unseriousness in the church. Tell the church to be hot for God. Tell the church to be serious with God. Because I'm coming quickly. Jesus is coming back home. I'm telling you. You see, you see, the morning days, it looks like Jesus will never come. He will be back. He will be back. He will be back. He will be back. May we never get ourselves involved with things that the Nicolaitans did or the Balaams did in this church. Well, you are listening to me right now. You are here or you are on the Zoom today. You, you, you can realize that there is one thing, there is something in your life that you have to, you have to give it up. You have to give it up. There is, there is a lifestyle you have that does not move with God. And it is limiting you. There is a message to the church of Pergamon. And this same message is to the church, to the believing church. Because the churches in Europe are dying. Churches, when you go to London now, in the United Kingdom, most churches are being bought by the Islams. Most cathedrals are being turned into museums. Museums. There is no fire. There is no fire. Because the Babylonian system in Europe has overshadowed all of us. Do you know what the Babylonian system is? When you are in Europe, it will feel like you have everything, but meanwhile, you don't have anything. <laughs> so everybody, for example, we that we came from Africa, our number one priority is to have our name in the system. Because if your name is not in the system, you are illegal. That is the Babylonian system. Uh, le point numéro 1, par exemple, pour ceux qui viennent d'Afrique ici en Europe, leur premier but c'est d'avoir le 
have to have your name in the system. The system will tell you that when you don't have money, we, with the system, we can give you money. When you give birth, we'll take care of the child. But the, under the Babylonian system, nothing is for free. <laughs> whatever money the start of Aachen, start of Cologne, start of Berlin, whatever will give you, they will take it back from you one day. <laughs> you pay it through your nose. That, that, that is a Babylonian system. They make you feel comfortable. They make you feel comfortable that a man sleeping with a man is normal. Yeah, the Babylonian system gives you a new perception. That is the Church of Pergamon, the Nicolaitans. The Nicolaitans. Because you, when you give birth, your child is always at school, you are at work. You know what you are telling the child? They are putting the Babylonian system in the mind of the child. One day, your child will report you to Polizai, Polizai. Yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday I was doing a prophetic service for my, my friend in Holland, Prophet Percy, and then there was a lady connected from London, and, and I began, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost showed me the lady, and I began to prophesy to the lady, the lady started crying, I said, why are you crying? She said, I want to kill myself, she said, I want to kill myself, she said, I want to kill myself, on the were you connected by then? I want to kill myself. I said, we cancel every suicidal spirit. Why do you want to kill yourself? She, she said that my daughter took a video of me and sent it to the police. And the police have the evidence. And now they even want to, about to send me to Ghana. They want to send me back. They want to, they want to deport me. They want to deport me. They want to send me back. Because my own daughter that I gave birth to disrespected me. And I am disciplining the daughter. She took a video, take it to the police. The Babylonian system. Yeah, that's the Babylonian system. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That by the Spirit and the help of God, we will be able to live outside that system. Glory to Jesus Christ. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. This clap offering needs coronavirus vaccine. You can do it better. You can do it better. Hallelujah. 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 Now, now, let's let's jump quickly to the church of Titira. The church of Titira. Yes, give it to the Titira. Yeah, the church of Titira is also a church which was also in the Asia Minor, one of the seven churches that were doing well, they were popular in those days. 
The church was popular. All these churches that Jesus Christ gave a message to, these were popular churches. With popular men of God. <laughs> One day, a member of my church here showed me a pastor in Congo. He showed me the picture. When I saw the picture, the Holy Ghost started smiling at me. I said, I said, Holy Ghost, I'll keep quiet. I won't say anything. <laughs> and he said, hey, Prophet, in Congo, this is the biggest, one of the biggest pastors. I said, I said God, God, God be with him. Let me, let me be on my, let me be on my lane. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this is a message to the body of Christ. And it's not a message from me to you. I'm also a part of it. Now watch something. In Revelation chapter 2 verse 18 to 29. Quickly. Revelation chapter 2 verse 18 to 29. Write to this Titira, to the angel of the church. God's son, God's son, eyes pouring fire blaze, standing on feet of furnace, fire bronze. So, did you see the description of Jesus to the, to the church? To the church of Pergamon, there was sword coming from the mouth of Jesus. To the church of Titania, this is Jesus Christ, fire in his eyes. And listen to what he says. He says, I see everything you are doing for me impressive. Ah. Oh. Ah, wow. I, I want God to say this message to me. Oh, how many of you want God to say impressive, impressive? You are doing well. I want God to tell. That, that is for you to know that whatever you do in the house of the Lord, it is written. I will show you. It is recorded. It is recorded. I told you in the beginning that we have the universal church, we have the local church. And, and the church is the body of Christ. We have the church here on earth and the church in heaven. So whatever you do in the church here on earth is recorded in heaven. Everything. Everything that you do. So Jesus himself said to the church of Titira that I see everything you are doing for me. Oh, I see. I see that you bought a piano for the church. You bought a piano. Oliver! Oliver! <laughs> I see, I see, I see that you have been cleaning this place and doing, make sure the place is looking nice. I see it! I see it. I see it. There are a lot of things we bought. One lady just got there and said, Prophet, I'm sending you a thousand euros. Buy everything you need. God, I've seen it. Somebody wake up and say, Prophet, every month I'll pay some of the rent. God is seeing it. When you see that this is my church, you are mistaken. This is the church of God. I am just a servant in this place. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Because if I misbehave, God will remove me tomorrow. Nobody is indisposable when it comes to God. If you think you are too proud, God will put you aside and He will take someone and the person will do the work. 
Weil wenn du es nicht gut machst, kommt eine andere Person und ersetzt dich dann. Parce que si toi tu le fais pas bien, il y a une autre personne qui peut venir te remplacer. Do you think that God didn't send prophet to Akin to Colon to God? God sent people. He showed me. But along the way they missed the line. Everything we do, you don't want to be part. Alles, was wir tun, du möchtest nicht 
You always want to come when you are in trouble or when you need a prophet. One day you come and I've gone to heaven. <laughs> oh, I want to go to heaven quickly. I know my wife will not be happy, but for me, it will be better for me. Better for me to live. But it is needful for you that I am here. God has brought me here for a purpose. For a purpose. So align yourself with what God wants to do. What will it take for you to connect on Zoom if you cannot be here? What will it take? You need persistence. This is a message from Jesus Christ to believe in church. Like the church of Titira. Live in love. Live in faith. Serve in the house of the Lord. And be persistent. Somebody lift up your hand and say, Help me, Lord. Help me, help me, help me. He said, Help me, help me, help me, help me. Now listen to what happened. He said, But why do you let Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet, to mislead you? <laughs> it means that you, you know Jezebel. Jezebel was the wife of Ahab in the book of First Kings, chapter number eighteen, verse nine, uh, chapter nineteen, chapter twenty. Jezebel was was the wife, was the queen of of, of Samaria at that time. A very demonic woman. So. Jesus is saying, See, let me tell you something. In this life. There are something we call the spirit of just men made perfect. So that is why the Bible can say that John the Baptist was working in the spirit of Elijah. But Elijah was no more. So even though Jezebel is no more, they are women, they are prophets, they are prophetess, they are pastors, bishops who are working in the spirit of Jezebel. In the church. And of all the good things the church of Titira were doing, they had this issue with the Jezebelic spirit. What is the Jezebelic spirit? The Jezebelic spirit. Is a spirit that when it comes upon you, everything in your life is replaced. Let me say it again. The Jezebelic spirit is a spirit that replaces God in your life. So you realize that the work you have to go and do on Sundays is more important than coming to church. Yeah, yeah. It replaces. So God says that, ah, you guys, 
You are doing well. You are doing well. Il a dit que vous le faites bien. Il a dit que tu marches bien. You are doing well. Que vous le faites bien. Tu marches bien. Papa Christian, you are doing well. But why is it that you have made other things to replace God? Mais pourquoi tu as fait des choses pour remplacer Dieu? Aber warum hast du so gemacht, dass andere Dinge Gottes Platz einnehmen? Papa Felix, you are doing well. Papa Felix, tu fais ça bien. But why has you? Why have you replaced the time for God for other things? Oh, I pray that God will help me. I pray that He will help you too. I pray that He will help you. That nothing will take the place of God in your life. The Bible says in Isaiah that I, the Lord, I am a jealous God. Do you know what it means to be jealous? Listen. When God sees that something has taken his place, he will allow evil to come. Yeah. 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 You think that, oh, because you, you drive a very nice car, so you, you, you don't care about the things of God. One day that car will have an accident, then we'll see. Yes, that is, that is, it is not God, it is not God who will bring the accident, but he will allow it. Si tu penses que tu, euh, tu, alors que tu as tout remplacé, il y a quelque chose, alors que tu as une bonne voiture, alors il y aura quand même des accidents qui vont venir. Il va l'allouer. There are many things that there are many things that God allows to happen to a lot of people because they have replaced God in their lives. Don't let anything replace God in your life. It is very, very important. Very important. Look at what happened. Look at what, let's, let's, let's go to verse 26 to 28 of Revelation chapter 2. Verse 26 to 28. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He says that here is the reward I have for every conqueror. And have you ever seen seen in the Bible where, where the Bible says that for we are more than conquerors? Have you seen that before? For we are more than conquerors. Anybody born of the Spirit of God becomes more than a conqueror. So you are a conqueror. And so Jesus is saying that tell the conquerors in the church that I have a reward for them. There is nothing that you do that God will not reward you. Hebrew says that he is a rewarder. He is a rewarder of they that diligently seek him. He is the rewarder. He, he says that everyone who keeps at it and refusing to give up. Oh, I wish someone would see it in their Bible. Verse 26. He says that here is the reward to, to every conqueror, to everyone who keeps at it and refusing to give up. You rule the nations. You rule the nations. Your shepherd king rule as firm as the iron staff. Their resistance fragile as a clay pot. This was the gift from my father. This was the gift my father gave me. This is Jesus talking. And I, I, I will pass it along. I will pass it along. There are a lot of things that you are struggling with God wants to give you. Es gibt viele Dinge, die du, womit du leidest, 
But you can never get anything without being consistent. In relationship with Jesus Christ. Even the businessmen and women here will tell you that if you are doing business, you have to be consistent. You cannot afford to be lazy. You cannot afford to give up. Because nothing runs smoothly immediately. You have to keep doing it. Keep going. The same with God. Don't give up. Don't give up easily. Don't give up easily. Don't give up easily. Let me finish with the church of Sardis. The church of Sardis. The church of Sardis. Then next week we'll conclude with the church of Philadelphia and Laodicea. Revelation chapter number three. We are finishing. Revelation chapter number three, verse one to six. Write this to Sardis, to the angel of the church, the one holding the seven spirit of God in one hand, a firm grip on the seven stars in another hand. So you see how they describe Jesus here. And one of these days I'm going to teach you the seven spirits of God. When we talk about the seven spirits of God, we are talking about the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and so forth. How many is that? Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it deep. Because you need the seven spirit of God to manifest in your life. In everything you do. You need the wisdom. You need the knowledge. You need the strength, the might. You need it. You need a counsel. He says that for by counsel a war is waged. If you want to have war, if you want to make war, you need The general don't just get up and go to war. They need to have strategies. So now to the church of Sardis, Jesus Christ said, I see right through your work. You have a reputation of vigor and zeal, but you are dead. Stone dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are people. If I say that, let's give money right now, they will give. But anytime I tell them about their lifestyle, the word of God, to direct them that this, this thing you are doing, this thing, this thing, they will go back to it. When your sister came to see me, Rosalie, I told her. So tell her I have a fight with her, a very big fight. You see, you see, sometimes the reason why I fashe eh? is because I have seen that thing, I've told you, that thing has come to pass. Be careful. 
But you're still going to the king. And at the end, when you get hurt, I am the serpent. I am the serpent. You can ask her, I told her everything when she came back. Even before she traveled, I promised her they were sitting. So, something like this, I will forsake. I am not for say at you. I am for say of what was about to happen to you. Because I don't want you to get hurt. Which shepherd will see a lamp enter the gutter and will you remove the lamp? Which one? There is a wicked shepherd. The purpose of the serpent is to take care of the sheep. And sometimes when the sheep has to go here and it's going here, I have to pass it small. I'm telling you, see, the love I have for you, you have no idea. Because the state that I'm even in right now, preaching my heart out to you, you have no idea. So, so you need to understand that it is important not to be stone dead. Being stone dead means that your heart, your heart, your heart, your heart is dead to the word God. If you have to do something, you do it. These people I'm talking about, if you tell them to do anything, uh, maybe about God. That's why God said, I've seen your zeal. If you maybe let's go out, let's go and buy a bus for the church, let's go and buy a gift, they will come along. But the moment you tell them about your lifestyle, they say, hey, Prophet, it's my life. It's my life. If you don't want it, then leave it. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. That is why, uh, uh, as old as Mama Micheline, when she's talking to me, she say, Papa. I'm the son. Why is she calling me Papa? Do you understand? Because spiritually, God has given you to me to take care of you. All the mothers in this church, they are my mothers. But they respect me and call me Papa. I don't even like that way. Honestly. Yeah. But, 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 this is for you to understand that a shepherd takes care of the sheep. Because if I'm here right now and, and Mama, Mama Yolande calls me that prophet this, I have to act. Because I care for her. So, the same way, if I see something not good in your life, I have to be able to tell you without you being for sale with me. Uh, can, I, can I communicate it? Yeah. Anybody who is afraid to tell you the bad things you are doing in your life, they don't love you. Et toute personne qui a peur de te dire les mauvaises choses que tu fais dans ta vie, alors cette personne ne t'aime pas. But I'm praying that God will give all of us a heart of flesh, a heart of clay, a heart of good soil that when the word of God is spoken to us, we will receive it in our hearts. Je prie que Dieu nous donne un cœur en chair, un cœur qui est 
plus léger pour que quand il parle à nous, on puisse le recevoir. So Jesus said, one day a sower went out to sow a seed. Un jour, une personne est allée pour mettre une crème pour semer. When he saw the seed, one, one fell on stones. Il a mis la semence. One fell on a hard stone. Another fell on a good soil. The one which was able to bring out fruit was the one which was on a good soil. So if you make your heart stone, that as for you, everything that I say you don't want to do. At a point, I have to leave you to the wolves. That's what happens. And I know when the wolves bite you, you come back. And like the prodigal son, the father will still receive him. But still, now you are working like this. But you could have been working like this. So that was the church of Sardis. They had zeal. But their heart was stone. Listen to something. He says that upon your feet in verse 2 to 3. He says, upon your feet, take a deep breath. Maybe there is life in there, there is life in you yet, but I wouldn't know it by looking at your busy work. Nothing of God's work has been completed. Your condition is desperate. That's the word of God. That's the word of God. You are so busy. You are so busy. You are so busy. You are busy to do everything. But when it comes to the house of the Lord, no, you are you are free. You are free to do things. But when it comes to the house of the Lord, you say you are busy. You are always busy. Tu es toujours occupé. To the extent that in a day you don't even read one scripture in the Bible. These were people with zeal. They want to know God. People who want to know God. But they don't spend even five minutes to look in the Bible. Let me say something controversial here. Prayer hardly changes anything without the word of God. I'm a man of prayer. I'm a man of prayer. But prayer does not always change everything. Sometimes, yes. But the word in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The word is God. It's Jesus. Prayer is not Jesus. Prayer is a manufacturing house. It's a place where we make things. It's, it's how we communicate to the word. So how can you communicate without no word? You are an empty barrel making noise. 
une vase vide. Let me tell you, if you, qui fait des euh, qui donne des bruits. If you want to be spiritually strong. Si tu veux être spirituellement fort. You have to study the word of God. Because the more word of God you study, the more you love to pray. That's why I went. You cannot say, oh me, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm not studying any God. No, 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 no. no. You, when you pray, listen, I know people, they have been praying for seven years, nothing has happened. Oh yeah. But when I met them, I just gave them one prophetic word. Just one word, one word. Everything changed. Why? Because I consumed the word of God. The more I know you, the more I want to talk to you. Let me break something down. The word of God is God. So the more you know of the word of God, the more you want to talk of the person. You cannot talk to somebody you don't love. Somebody you don't know. If I don't know you, I'm not going to talk to you. The only thing you get is Guten Tag. Guten Abend. Guten Abend. Then I go my way. But if I know Simon, Guten Abend. I'll start talking. Why? Because I know him. So it is by studying God's word that will push you to a place of prayer. Donc c'est apprendre, c'est quand tu commences à apprendre la parole de Dieu qui va te pousser à être dans la prière. Let me tell you something. God is a God of a second chance. But hardly is he a God of second opportunities. Let me break it down. God can give you another chance today. But let's say that Simon is close to me. He had an opportunity to be very close to me because I will show him spiritual things. I will show him how to get to the next level because God has shown me. But if he starts, if he starts lying to me and betraying me, I will now God can give Simon another chance he will be in believing church but he will never be close to me the opportunity for him to know the things that if he was close to me I can show him he wouldn't but the second chance is that he's still in the church do you think if David had not been able to kill Goliath there would be another Goliath for David to kill? No. Vous pensez que si David n'aurait pas tué euh, Goliath, il aurait eu une deuxième opportunité pour tuer un autre Goliath? Where both King Saul and David's brothers will go and fight, and David will fight, but there will be nothing special. The special thing about David and Goliath is that everybody was afraid. Only David stepped out. 
standhaft war im Kampf. Ce qui était spécial dans, euh, dans le combat entre David et Goliath, c'est que tous les autres personnes avaient peur. I pray that someone will step out today. Je prie que quelqu'un puisse vraiment sortir. In conclusion, Jesus Christ said to the church of Sardis. That conquerors in the verse 5 and 6, that conquerors will march in the victory parade. Conquerors, I've already told you that we are conquerors. So we will march in the victory parade. Their names, that is our names, will be indelibly in the book of life. It means that you cannot clean it. That is why we confess it here. Have you seen it? It's that their names will be in the book of life that you cannot take out. Do you know that if your name is in the book of life today, it can be taken out tomorrow? Yeah. But when you become more than a conqueror in Christ, the Bible says that their names indelibly has been written in the book of life. It says, I will lead them and present them by my name to my father and to his angels. I will lead them. So when you read Psalm 23, the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Beside the still water. It is only Jesus Christ that can lead you. If, if I'm not being led of Jesus Christ, I can never lead you. I will, I will, I will deceive you. I will deceive you. But I pray that today, somebody who has heard this word, number one, you will be willing to walk in love. Number two, you'll be willing to walk in faith. Number three, you'll be willing to do something in the house of God. Number four, you will not give up easily in life. Number five, you will mind the way you live, your character. Number six, you have the understanding that Apart from you being zealous, you have to have a heart of flesh to be obedient. And finally, whatever you do in the house of the Lord, there is a reward. Oh, are you hearing me? I said, whatever you do in the house of the Lord, there is a Put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together. Clap those hands. Oh, you can do better. You can do better. Clap those hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.